You're listening to the God Stories Radio Podcast with Fritz Cantina, bringing hope, comfort, and encouragement through the power of the Christian testimony. Listen live on the Mixler app and follow us on your favorite platform, including iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Radio.com. Stay connected with us on Facebook and Twitter at God Stories Radio. You're listening to the God Stories Radio Podcast. Listen to us live on the Mixler app. Also, be sure to follow us on iHeartRadio and you will never miss an episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this edition of God Stories Radio. This is session 313. I'm Fritz. And I'm Tina. What's going on out there? How you doing, babe? I'm doing great. How about yourself? I'm doing great. Just coming off uh, a big Easter Holy Week to relive and and uh, trace Jesus's steps. Yeah. For that final week leading up to his his death and resurrection. Yeah. Unbelievable. And you said the church was packed out too, right? Yeah, it really was. We had um, record numbers in attendance, even though. We decided to pull in our sunrise service to the inside. We we still had a pretty good turnout. That's awesome. I'm so glad to hear that. Yeah, the the tra- traditional side was packed. Amazing. The choir was amazing. The the band um, actually Susan Brandt, who conducts the uh, the the chancel choir, had uh, a group of musicians come in, and they were unbelievable. And then they also sang with us over in the Wesley Center, and we did Ain't No Grave with Nancy. Uh-huh. And tore the house down. <laughs> I mean, everybody's still talking about it. That's cool. That's really Yeah. Cool. That's amazing. Well, what's been going on in your world, babe? You just been jet-setting? You yeah. fresh off the airplane from California? Yep. Yep. I uh, went back uh, for a funeral in California. Very sad. It's been hard. It's been bittersweet because, you know, you lose somebody and when you don't expect to lose them, or even if you do expect to lose them, it still catches you off guard and it's still hard to accept, especially if they're, you know, on the younger side. That's the truth. Yeah. You said a whole bunch of truths right there because I knew when my dad was in the hospital and he was sick, I... I thought to myself, I'm good to go. If he goes, I'm good with it. Yeah. And then the second I got the phone call, it was a major meltdown. Right. So you, I don't think you're really prepared to lose a loved one. Yeah. Or a good friend. Yeah. It's uh, loss is just hard any way you slice it, right? Um, losing somebody from this from this experience of life is challenging and difficult and depending on your relationship and how close you are with them can be life altering as well. Well, you're not you're not kidding. Yeah. So, um, you know, it just got me to thinking about even further about loss because obviously we've experienced a lot of loss um as well over the last couple of years. Um uh, more specifically you have yeah. experienced almost almost all of it, you know, with the exception oh of Mikey. Oh my gosh, I'm. I kind of felt like I had a Job-like experience. Yeah, I really did. Yeah, 
I hope he doesn't show up and talk to me like that, though. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't really get any bad advice from any of my friends, but uh, I, uh, I can definitely see where Job had opportunity. Mm-hmm. You know, even his wife said, you know, enough is enough. Curse him already. Right. And he wouldn't do it. Yeah. I think, you know, one of the things that I've noticed um, with the loss of people is that it brings everything back to the big picture of Jesus and heaven. Uh, because that's when people really start to think about it is after there's been a loss. Um, because you, you are thinking about eternity and the finality of everything. I mean, it's just natural, right? One thing leads mm-hmm. to the other. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so I just thought maybe we could just bat this around the cage for a little bit, which is what do you do when you're not sure whether or not your loved one went to heaven? Well, that, that um, hits pretty close to home for me. And it wasn't, it wasn't that I wasn't really sure, you know, like it was a part of my heart that I knew that Aubrey was, was there, but you know, the flesh is like, well, how do you know? Yeah. I got to have a sign. And I think you're so emotionally vulnerable during that time that you're just doubting everything. Everything. Yeah. You're just. You're doubting everything because your world's been turned upside down. Every bit of it. And your world, so, your stomach. Yeah. Your sleep. Well, and just the way that you're thinking too, it's not necessarily the most cohesive time of your life, right? Right. Correct. Um, so you bat around questions where maybe if you were in a different spot emotionally, maybe you wouldn't have felt so concerned or scared about it or what have you. Because you're dealing with so much at one time. That's an, that's an interesting thought right there. Man, you could park there for a few minutes and just think that over. <laughs> well, because you look at the fruit of her life, right? And she was very involved in in children's ministry and she did things. She was active, you know? Yeah. Um, and so you would ask yourself, well, why would she do those things if she wasn't invested? You know what I mean? She might have had doubts, but who doesn't have doubts? Everybody has doubts. Mm-hmm. Even the strongest of believers have doubts at different points and times in their life, but it doesn't make them any less Christian as a result. That's right. You know, Mikey always had a verse. It was one of his favorites. Let's see if I can pull it up here real quick. Uh, John ten twenty eight and John ten twenty nine. Two verses saying the same thing, almost same but different. Right. I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. Then John 29 says, my father who has given them to me is greater than all. No one can snatch them out of my father's hand. Mm Mm-hmm. 
So once he's peace. got you, he's got you. He's got you. Yeah. Yeah. And I think some of us on this planet make that more evident to other people than others. Oh, sure. You know, but then again, some of us have had more time to make it evident to others. You know, when you're just at the beginning of your life, you're still trying to figure out a lot of things, too. So, Oh, yeah. You know, you haven't really quite learned necessarily how to make it a bigger part of your life, you know, because mm-hmm. I think once people kind of start getting into their 30s, they start thinking a little bit more about those types of issues and getting more connected with religion. And yeah, I would agree with that. I think their uh, maturity comes with age. And then, you know, but, they're usually starting families of their own by that time. Yeah. And they're thinking more about it. So. But there is that exception. I, I've I've seen, well, take Mac, for example. Yeah. That guy's on fire. He is. And for he, Christ. And, and um, he's a single guy, you know, very good looking. He's you not know, single, babe. Not now. I mean, yeah. he was. Yeah. And you know, could have anything the world would offer him. Right. And has probably had opportunity. Right. But he's steadfast. I don't, it's amazing. I mean, he was inspirational to me. Yeah. And there's teenagers too, you know, that, you know, they're, they're out there. They're preaching the gospel. They're serving in Christian camps. No fear. Right. I mean, they're out there, they're doing it, they're professing their faith in many different ways. But I'm just saying that not everybody is like that. No. And yeah. so select few. Yeah. And so it it does make you wonder sometimes when you lose people, hey, did my loved one make it? And I know one thing that I've always thought about is the thief on the cross. Yes. You know, in that final hour and Jesus told him I love that story yeah tonight you shall be with me today you shall be with me in paradise and it's comforting to know that you know even though you might not have lived your life in a way that should have spoken for the Lord we just don't know what Jesus is going to choose to do in that 11th hour. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't know what kind of grace he offers because he's the only one. The Lord God is the only one who can read the heart. You know, that's a good point. And that's what it all comes down to, you know, is is he's looking at the heart. You know, a lot of us are are pretend Christians, right? I mean, we're putting on. Yeah, a face. I was one of those for uh, many years. We're putting on a face for the outside world, but what does it really mean in your heart? You know, and that's what what God is going to be looking at. He's the one who searches and examines the heart and the mind. You know, He's going to get to the root. Yes, He will. And there'll be no pretending or escaping that. Mikey and, used to say he would. He'll squeeze. He will. Till he gets it all. Yeah. And he does, most certainly. I think um, 
I think death and loss is a very hard time for anybody, no matter who you are. You know, I think as a believer, it helps us to manage the loss easier because we have the comfort and the assurance that we will see our loved one again. Yes. And amen. Right. And so, you know, for people who maybe have only just begun the baby steps towards their faith, it's really hard for them to understand and and know that as an assurance in their life. Yeah, because at at that point they're going to question. Of course. I mean, even people who are seasoned in their walk are still going to question. Well, I did. I'll make no bones about it. Yeah. You know, I shook my fist at him and I cussed at the grass. Yeah. You know, I just, we don't understand, but, you know, God's a big boy and he can take it. Yeah. And he'd rather us take it up than take it out. Yeah. And I tried my best never to take it out. Right. And you've done a very good job about that. I I can attest to that. So. Well, I appreciate that, babe. And that's easier said than done. You know, I would recommend, uh, you know, getting some help. Yeah. I think, you know, there are people put on this earth that have been gifted with the ability to help others. And uh, I think that's that's a good thing. (laughs) I see the comment there from Mr. Tabone. Chris Tabone. (laughs) Pastor Chris Tabone. PC, what up, brother? Good to have you. Good to have you too, uh, Donnie Seeger. PC sneaking in here. I hope you uh <laughs> you guys had a terrific Easter over there. Absolutely. I've been hearing some really, really good things. Yeah. We need to come over and just blow it up on the beach. Bring the PA. <laughs> get some bands. Have a good time. Yeah. We but miss you, buddy. I just think uh it's such a complex topic, isn't it? It's such a, but it's, it's one of those realities that people have to face within their lifetimes, you know, are these thoughts and realizations for their own life as well as, you know, for the life of the person that they've lost. Yeah. But, um, I feel like God is such a kind and loving God that yeah, he gives so us sovereign. he gives us you know um i want to say this is not the word i want to use but like nuggets you know he gives us these little these little bits here and there to help assure us and to rest our heart and our mind you know and and that's that's what you have to feel like hold on to during the time when God is trying to reassure you and let you know. Amen. Amen. You know what? We've got a pastor in the house tonight. Yeah. And I know, um, Pastor Chris, you have probably seen your fair share of counseling and um, counseled, is what I meant to say, uh, folks that are dealing with loss and and grief and things like that. Absolutely. I don't want to say what is your go-to, but 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 how do you how do you handle a situation like that? 
if you could weigh in on the chat, I'd love it. Love it. Sounds good. Yeah, we'll give yeah. him give some him time a to, to respond. Think about that. Yeah, because yeah. there's a bit of a delay between hearing us and him typing and that coming back through to us. So, and we have Donnie on too. Donnie, have you uh, ever had to uh, go through a loss of a family member or best friend? Uh, you know, weigh in on the chat. We'd love to hear what you have to say as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we miss you too, Pastor Chris. <laughs> First off, <laughs> what had happened was, <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. All right. I know he's typing fast and furious I'm sure right he now. Is. So. Yeah, I'm sure he has <laughs> a lot put of put the brain in gear. All right. Can you read that, babe? Or you I want sure me to? can. Okay. He says, anger is okay. God is bigger than that and big enough for our anger. So Amen. Yeah. We can like you said, take it up and not take it out, right? Amen. Cause he can handle it. Yes, he can. And you certainly, like you said, you you did that. Well, you, you it, it's a pivot point in your life. It's a big one. Mm -hmm. You know, because you could a lot of folks, unfortunately, choose to blame God. You know, if, you, if you're a kind God, why did you let this happen? Mm -hmm. You know, why did you heal him? Mm -hmm. You know, all the whys. All the whys, yeah. And then he goes on to say, but don't stop at anger. Allow yourself to grieve. Amen. So that's another extremely Amen. good point. That is a very good point. How many people try to hold it in and not express the grief? A lot. And don't, including myself. And don't like try to let it out. Don't cry when they need to cry, mm. you know, because it's so painful, right? Well, you know, and it, what happened to me was I held it in so long that I, I exploded on the people that cared about me. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's not that I said nasty things. I just, you know, threw up on people that cared about me. Right. And did I feel better after I said it? <laughs> I think so. Mm -hmm. But then did I feel guilty about, you know, the maybe hurting somebody that, that genuinely cared about me? Right. And so he goes on to say, Psalm 23, teach teaches God walks with us through the anger or quote situation. He does not leave us in it. And that's so true. Amen. You know, you think about that poem footsteps, right? Or footprints, sorry. And, you know, you find out that the footprints on the beach, you thought you were walking alone all this time, but it was really God carrying you through mm -hmm. the situation. Yep. Um, and he Donnie says, said something up there too, right? Oh, yeah. Can you read his? Uh, I lost my dad several years ago. I didn't have much of a reaction. Everyone uh, handles death differently. That's the truth. I think if you're really close to someone, it hurts more. Wow. Yeah. Whole lot of truth there. Absolutely. And then Pastor Chris continues to say, we recently lost a great friend and it's been a difficult time for us. We've learned to walk through the emotions. 
find ways to mourn and allow ourselves to celebrate when the time is appropriate. And I think that's important too. I think remembrance and legacy of that person is important to embrace and continue on with. Um, And I had to learn that. Unfortunately, it took a counselor to tell me that, but I had to learn that talking about her and um, bringing her up was okay. Yeah. And that it was, it was therapeutic to celebrate her and remember her. So, but I had to learn that later on, you know? Yeah. Um, And then Pastor Chris goes on to say, scripture teaches us that joy will eventually come with the morning. Amen to that. Yeah. And that's morning, meaning like the daybreak. um, Right. Not the other type of morning. Yep. But, um, you know, it's so true because we don't continue to mourn forever. We may continue to be sad about having that person no longer in our lives in the same capacity. But I would say the mourning, like the true grief of losing someone over time, it's like you have learned, I hate to say learned how to live with the loss, but to some extent, that is what it is. You know, you have learned over time how to deal with the loss of not having that person daily interacting with you. Mm-hmm. And um, it allows you to be able to continue to go forward because you think about people who let grief take over their lives. They never get out of the spot that they're in. They never move forward at all. And that's not healthy and that's not good. Well, there was something you said in a couple of podcasts back that changed my life. And uh, it was said, uh, you looked at me in the eye and you said, don't let her passing be your prison. Oh, that wasn't me who said that. That was somebody else. Oh. Yeah. Oh. No, it was you. It was? Oh, okay. I took... I wrote it down. Oh, wow. Okay. I don't yeah, even... Don't let her passing be your prison. Yeah. Never forget it. And well, that must have come from the Lord. <laughs> it did. Uh, wholeheartedly came from the Lord. It had to have. Yeah. Because, man, it's it set me to think. It turned turned my thinking all the way around. Right. It, um, for lack of a better term, I become victim mentality. Mm. You know, and everything was seen through those victim eyes. And then I was mad at everybody else because they didn't, they had moved on with their life. Mm -hmm. Wait, you're supposed to feel sorry for me. Mm -hmm. You know, even though I went, I don't want to even feel sorry for me. But it's a double standard. Mm -hmm. But that's exactly what I did. I made her passing my prison. I had to move forward. What else did he say up there, babe? Uh, church is in the church is beautiful because we get to go through these times with others. We don't have to face these losses and pains alone. We need to surround ourselves with loved ones to go and grow through these difficult times. Don't face them alone. 
gosh, that's a big amen. Ooh, that's that. a big amen right yeah. there. Yeah. Donnie says, yes, I remember that. So there you go. He, oh. was, he was on when you said it. <laughs> Thanks for the confirmation, Donnie. <laughs> Don't even remember. <laughs> Chris said, that's a beautiful thought, Tina. Oh. It was. It was profound because you looked right at me and you delivered that statement. And I, I just rolled off your tongue. I don't even think you realized you did it, but I thought about that for days. Yeah. And I'm just like, wow, I got to take action. Yeah. Well, I think for me, especially, I see what you go through on a daily basis. So, you know, for me, it's, you know, I, I look at you and I see the pain and it hurts me, you know, but there's nothing I can do to take it away. All I can do is walk with you through it and help you move forward the best you can, you know, which doesn't mean that we ever forget about her. Um, and it doesn't mean that um, she's not a part of our lives anymore. If anything, I think she becomes a bigger part of our lives and that you know, we now carry her legacy forward with us um, and try to do right by her in that sense. Um, I know, you know, for me, what that's meant and, you know, for everybody in our family, that means something a little different. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Man, what a blessing. <laughs> Well, we want to thank Pastor Chris for weighing in on on that heavy. Yeah, subject. we put him on the spot, but we did. Uh, he is the king of yeah. on the spot. He is, yeah, he's uh, amazing. I uh, I've heard him drop a sermon like a a, a forty five second sermon. I just hand him a verse. Yeah, and he goes. <laughs> it's amazing. Man, it is. I know, but when you're filled with that knowledge in the spirit and mm -hmm. it, it's that's why some are called to preach and teach and mm -hmm. i are not one <laughs> i'm called to turn knobs he what? preaches i make them louder i <laughs> you're so funny <laughs> you're so funny that's but, my gift <laughs> but you are called to preach as well uh, maybe not in the way that you're thinking but just in the way that, um, like, you speak to me all the time through through your actions. Um, and all of us, when you come to think of it, speak to others through our actions and through our words and through how we treat others. So, you know, we all have that responsibility. It's not That's just... That's a big one. Yeah. It's not just the pastor's. We all have the responsibility of sharing the knowledge and the word of God with others and letting them know they're not alone in the world. They have God who sent his Holy Spirit to help them and be with them. Amen. Wow. Which actually leads me to read the scripture in Acts. Let me see. I think I saved it. Let me see. While you're looking that up, I'm going to, uh, Chris says, love you guys. And Donnie Seeger says, if you are a tree, or if you are a tree climber, you have to trust your equipment. If you're a Christian, you have to trust Jesus. 
your life depends on it and others' lives as well. Oh, I love that, Donnie. That's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, and then Chris says, yes, Tina, moving forward is not forgetting. It's carrying legacy forward. Amen. And I've been praying about how to do that. Good. I think that's You know, the I don't right know move. if is do we start a, a some kind of a foundation in her name or something like that for kids with uh, rare diseases. I, I don't know what that looks like, but um, the Lord continue will to pray to about it. it. Hopefully he'll show me. Yeah. And then um, Acts 2.38 um, is really about the Holy Spirit, but you know, originally we were going to talk about the Holy Spirit on this particular episode. Um, and <laughs> well, then, we took a right turn, didn't we? Yeah, but then at the last minute, I said, you know, maybe this would be a, a good topic for us to talk about. So I'm just going to go ahead and read the scripture. Um, but Peter replied, each of you must repent of your sins and turn to God and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins then you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit, you know, and, and the Holy Spirit really is a gift because Amen. he's the one that Jesus sent once he ascended to heaven. He's the one that's walking through with us through all these difficult times, you know, when we are challenged and going through all of the turmoil here on earth. He's our comforter. He's our, you know, they're holding us, holding our hand through it. And um, for those of us who have the gift of the Holy Spirit, it is an amazing thing because you really don't feel alone. No. You really feel like you have you someone who yeah. understands you. You feel filled like yeah. you should. Yeah. It gives you that peace. He does. So for those of you who haven't yet received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you know, please get on your knees and apologize to God for your sinful nature and your sinful ways because we're all sinful. You know, we're all wicked and deceitful at our root core. You know, you might say, oh, well, I'm a good person and I'm this and that. Yeah, but, you know, we're still capable of lies and deceit and evil. And I mean, it doesn't really t take very much because Jesus told us, if you just even say something, you know, you're you could be guilty of murder or, you know. Sure. It's, it's just what's in the heart. Again, getting back to that heart issue, you know, any of us are capable of so much we don't even fully realize what we're capable of mm -hmm. so you know we're basically coming to the lord and saying we recognize that nature inside of us you know and you know we've all told lies we've all stolen we've all looked at somebody with sinful thoughts in our minds or our hearts i mean we've you know we could go through the list um, but hopefully you're at the point where you can at least see that much in yourself. You can at least acknowledge and recognize that it's truly a part of human nature 
and you're a human, so it's a part of your nature as well. Yeah, Donnie says, uh, God is with you even in the fire. And then Pastor Chris says, we're all sinners in need of a Savior. We are. Amen to that. So drop down on those knees and reach up to God and repent. And repent means turning from your sin. Repent from that nature, you know, that sin nature, and just let him know, God, I know I'm a sinner, but I'm giving it all to you. I'm willing to turn from the sin if you'll help me. And, you know, I accept the gift of what you did on the cross for me because you gave your life so I would not have to pay the penalty of sin because the wages of sin are is death. And if we believe in Christ, we know that he, paid, he pays that sin debt for us, you know, and he pays it for all of us, past, present, future. All it takes is for us to acknowledge that, believe in him, and repent. So, mm. you're alive, you're breathing, do it now, you know? Amen. And if you did do it, get in touch with us, www.godstoriesradio.com or godstoriesradio.com at gmail or godstoriesradiotina at gmail. Let us know if you made a decision tonight. We want to talk to you. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, the decision to accept Jesus in your life as your personal Savior. Amen. It's a pretty big one. Look who's on in between uh, Chris and Donnie up there. Christy Lee. Oh, really? Oh, hi, honey. We haven't seen you for a while. Hope you're doing well. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in. Man, what a great show. Yeah, absolutely. Who'd have known we'd have had PC on tonight and uh, Lee and Donnie and Donnie and everybody weighing in. Man, I'm, I'm feeling fired up. (laughs) Really, <laughs> we got to get Pastor Chris um, on the show in the next uh, oh, that'd be great. couple weeks. I don't know if he can come over or call in, but we will uh, work that out for sure. And uh, maybe get Donnie back in here. That'd be awesome Do an update, too. you know? Yeah. Why not? Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, like I said, again, if you want to be a guest in the studio, it's God Stories Radio Tina at gmail.com. Or GodStoriesRadio at gmail.com. It'll both get to us. And hey, if you made a decision tonight, let us know. We want to talk to you. Absolutely. Because, you know, once you made the decision, what you really want to do is start getting into the Word of God. And you really want to find a Bible-based believing church that you can attend, be surrounded by people who are walking with Christ. Because you need that network of support. Amen. Oh. Yep. You can't walk it alone. Yeah. That's for sure. Like Pastor Chris alluded to earlier. Yes, absolutely. 100% agree. Got to have a posse. You do. You need need your peeps. You need your peeps. Yeah. Well, thanks everyone for hanging out with us. Thank you for hanging out with us. And chiming in. We love you guys so much. And I tell you, um, just when you're I'm going to be honest, going to be, be uh, real, you know, just when you don't think you have the energy and the courage to do one more show, this ends up ha- happening. <laughs> the show is just amazing. 
and you know god shows up and you know i don't i just man i'm so thankful thankful for everybody that listens and prays and keeps us on their heart and we do the same so is it 10 years yet did we hit the 10 it will be 10 years in may in may okay so that's 10 years of god stories radio 313 episodes yeah um and it'll be 10 years in may Uh, we need to have some kind of big celebration or some some definitely maybe pc come over for that Ooh, maybe party (laughs) we love it we're just um so thankful that god chose us to be stewards of god stories radio yeah could have chosen anybody he sure could (laughs) i always tell the story that's how I got my job at the church. I told pastor that, uh, you know, he uses the foolish to confound the wise. So, <laughs> so here I am. So I think I, that's how I got hired. He's still <laughs> laughing about that. So, well, all right. Well, we love you guys. And that about wraps it up for session 313. I'm Fritz. And I'm Tina. God bless. God bless.